0: Hey, everybody. Hope you had a good weekend. And uh, for those that were with their moms or celebrating Mother's Day, hope you had a fabulous day yesterday. It wasn't a fabulous day if you're a fan of the Philadelphia 76ers as they were thoroughly embarrassed. What a pathetic performance by the Sixers in a game seven. I did a rant on this today. I've said this for many, many, many years. I don't know why anybody would want James Harden on the team and Bean was terrible. Doc can't win a big game. I know he won a championship years ago with Boston, but think about that team. Garnett, Pierce, Allen, Rondo. I mean, do you want Doc Rivers coaching a big game? Really? They're up three games to two. They lose game six on their home floor. Then they go to Boston and they win or take all game seven. And they don't show up. It's embarrassing really embarrassing. So you got the NBA respective conference finals with Miami, Boston, Denver, and the Lakers. Who do you like? How do you think this is going to shape up? Who are we going to be seeing in the NBA finals? Hockey, you got a game seven with Dallas and Seattle. The winner goes on and plays Vegas, who beat Edmonton, and they beat them pretty well last night. I got to tell you, I, I thought this would go seven games. I'm a little surprised that this series wrapped up in six. The, the bottom line is the defense of Edmonton, not very good. The goaltending, not very good. And then Leon Drysaddle yesterday, they showed, you know, on TV a couple of replays of him standing still and being out hustled and uh, outworked. And you can't have that in an elimination game uh, in the playoffs. You got John Morant, who who the hell knows what's going on in his mind. Really don't know. What I do know is it's uh, professional basketball It's not a babysitting service. And if you're Memphis, I'm not really sure what you do about Morant. I really don't know. But I don't think he's going to be playing for uh, quite a while at the beginning of the year. All right. If you want to get in on the program today, I need a leadoff man or woman. Hit the uh, hand icon and I will get you right on and we can get the show rolling. So get me a leadoff person and we'll get this rolling right now. Let's get to uh, Connor. It's always good, Connor, to be able to talk to you. How are you, sir?
1: Doing good, Grant. How are you?
0: I'm good, buddy. What's up?
1: Yeah, obviously I'm upset that my Oilers got eliminated last night, but overall it was a pretty good series, and you're right. It's all about goaltending in the playoffs, and the Oilers' rookie goaltender just never really got right in that series.
0: And then you see Aiden Hill comes in off the bench and was uh, fabulous. I I thought the game turned yesterday. That boarding penalty by Edmonton in the second period was huge. It took away a power play. It gave Vegas, you know, the man advantage, and uh, they were able to score right at the end of that. To uh, that was a huge goal for them. I mean, that that put them up four two, give them some breathing room going into the third. I thought that was huge.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a big turning point. I wasn't a huge fan of the call, and then to see the same guy. I thought the, did you, what did the, you think the call was that great.
0: I, let me ask you something. Why were you not a huge fan of the call? It actually should have been cross checking. It was clearly a penalty whether it's boarding or cross-checking, there's no question that was a penalty. I disagree with
2: you.
1: Well, yeah, I just thought that, I mean, why aren't you calling cross-checking instead of boarding there? Like, it just the rules expert came in and said it was a penalty. But, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter the difference. But the same thing when the guy that committed that penalty, what did you think of the non-call when he got hit in the face? Did you think it was, like, a natural play and stuff?
0: Yeah, I've actually – I've got a good friend that was a longtime referee in hockey, and he's now a uh, NHL referee supervisor. And I actually talked to him last year about a similar situation. And he said, if the referee deems it to be a natural follow-through without any extra, then it's part of the play and it's not high-sticking. And he said, those are very difficult to call. You don't have a replay to look at. You have to make a spur-of-the-moment judgment and he said, but particularly on a backhand, he said, a backhand, you know, takes, uh, you need more momentum to lift the puck and you will have more of a follow through. So, you know, again, um, I understand Edmonton being upset. I really do. But again, the rule states that if it's on a natural follow through after passing or shooting the puck, then it's not a penalty.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And then Mick David, he did his thing. He was, he had a pretty good series. Drysaddle had a great playoffs other than that game. Obviously, you can't you can't ghost and make a lot of mistakes when you're facing elimination. But I see the comparison that Sean was talking about with Trout and Otani to Drysaddle and McDavid. But you got to think that at some point, this guy has to get a cup. It's not a two-man team. They need, obviously, some more defense and a little more star power maybe around the front because – they're just too talented to not get to at least the Stanley cup finals.
0: They are too talented. And again, I'm really surprised that that series did not go seven games and, you know, Edmonton's a very good road team. And I guarantee you Vegas didn't want anything to do with them uh, on a game seven. And now if you're Vegas, I mean, without Boston being in the East and no, no disrespect to uh, Carolina or Florida, if you are Vegas right now, you're going to play the winner of Dallas and Seattle Vegas will be favored although I don't think it's going to be a runaway series. This is the opportunity right now for Vegas to win their cup. They really look good against Edmonton. They're very poised. Their forechecking was giving Edmonton fits and this is going to be a hell of a uh, it's going to be a good game tonight. This Seattle Dallas. I'm not even sure who to pick in this game. This should be one hell of a game tonight.
1: Yeah, we both said earlier that the winner of this Oilers' Knights series would have a good chance because Boston got shocked in the first round and then Colorado, the defending champs, also got yep. knocked down in the first round. So the plate set for the Knights to maybe get a cup, but it's obviously not going to be any easy path. Nope.
0: No, it's not going to be easy. And, you know, everything – you have to stay healthy. Your goaltender has to be good. I mean, you have to be good on the on the kill – You have to be good on the power play. I mean, everything factors into it. I mean, all any of these teams could win the cup, any of these teams, including Dallas or Seattle. Now, again, I I think that if you're Vegas and somebody told you that you would be playing Dallas or Seattle to go to the Stanley Cup finals and to get no disrespect to either of those teams, I think Vegas would sign up for that. So they're they're a better team. The question is, will they win? Um, You know, that's why you play the games.
1: And I had a couple things to bring up about the NBA. I know this was a few days ago, but I know you mentioned it. you may have ranted on it with Devin Booker not not talking to the media after his team got eliminated. For a guy that was supposed to be like a, one of the successors of Kobe Bryant and one of his, he was mentoring him. He's supposed to, him and Tatum were supposed to be like Kobe's apprentices, basically. Is that really a Mamba mentality for Booker to just completely disregard the media. Like that's just a terrible look for him.
0: It's a horrible look. I'm glad you brought that up. It's horrible. It's uh, gutless. Uh we saw it in their first round with John Morant and Dylan Brooks. I mean it's unbelievable. The reason why these guys are making so much money is because of TV, the media, the fans. So fans want to hear what they have to say. And it's just it's it's as unprofessional as it gets. It is a very, very bad look by Devin Booker. Very bad look. Horrible look.
1: Yeah, a much worse look for John Morant, who I don't even know what to say about this guy anymore. He's got all the talent in the world and his, I guess, common sense or lack thereof just keeps getting in the way. And I said this on your YouTube show. I think that De'Aaron Fox is what John Morant is supposed to be. Obviously he's got more flair and athleticism and everything, but I mean, if he could just be like De'Aaron Fox off the court and, in interviews and stuff, I feel like he could be one of the faces of the league, like Sean said.
0: You know, actually, Ja does pretty good in the interviews. I give him credit for that, but you are 100% correct. He's got a long way to go to be De'Aaron Fox. That's for sure. I mean, you don't ever have to worry about Fox doing anything stupid off the court, or or at least I don't think you have to worry about that. With with Ja Morant, you got to worry about it almost on a daily basis based on his past. I mean, this is not just one situation with morant these things keep on rising to the surface and uh, it's very disturbing without any question it is a very very disturbing trend what's going on with morant in memphis no doubt about that
1: yeah i got a question for you do you think it'll be over or under a week from now that adam silver comes down makes a decision because these slaps on the wrist are obviously not working for players today
0: yeah that's a great point um I'm going to say over because I don't think that Silver wants to take away from what's going on on the floor right now with the games being played.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. The last thing I had was kind of that Boston-Philly series. I just – I saw a lot of – Jason Tatum, to me, gets a lot of criticism. I mean, for being one of the elite players in this league, I saw some people saying that Jalen Brown is the best player on that team. That's just embarrassing to me. and. And then Tatum yeah. came out and he dropped 51 in game seven. So while he elevated his game in facing elimination, Philly with Joel Embiid, your MVP, where was he? And then James Harden, obviously, yeah. we expect that from him.
0: Not only that, but Connor, Tatum had 16 in the fourth quarter in game six on the road. You know, can't forget about that either. He was terrible in the first half and for, you know, a good part of the third quarter. But in the fourth quarter, when Boston needed to win the game, facing elimination who was the man tatum 16 points in the fourth quarter and then what he did yesterday was heroic so i mean anyone that doesn't think that jason tatum is the best player on the celtics is uh they're looking at a different team than i am
1: yeah and what's maybe even more impressive to me i know ryan brought this up how about zero turnovers in game seven for zero your primary yeah. ball handler who has the ball in almost every possession man, that is incredible
0: it is unbelievable. I mean, that's another thing about you know Harden. He turns the ball over all the time in big games, whereas you you go that long, you play that many minutes, you score that many points, and you don't turn the ball over. I mean, that's perfection. That's what that is. What we saw yesterday from Tatum was pretty much a perfect game.
1: Yeah, I've been saying it for years. The 76ers, I just, I don't really care about them when it gets to the playoffs because no. it seems like they can never get past the second round. Obviously, they had some bad luck with the Kawhi Leonard shot back in 2019, but just they can never get past the second rounds and the no. nuggets were a team in the same boat, but they got over the hump this year. So let me ask you this.
0: Expect, we, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. I apologize.
1: Yeah, you got to expect there's going to be some changes around Philly in this offseason with the coaching staff. And I don't know, you're not going to win a championship with James Harden. We both know that. So they need a number, a different number two piece to put next to MB.
0: I was just going to ask you about Doc Rivers. I mean, how many big games is this guy going to, you know, lose? It's just unbelievable to me.
1: Yeah, he's lost much more Game 7s than any other coach in NBA history. And you brought up the championship that he had. I agree with you. I mean, Boston, it would take a terrible coach to really ruin what they had going there. And it doesn't really impress me. And what he did with the Clippers all those years, similar to the Sixers, just can't get over the hump ever with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. So. I mean, I'm and assuming, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, and I'm assuming he's going to be out. And I know you said that would probably mean Dave Yeager goes with him, but it'd be cool to see maybe Dave Yeager get that head coaching job, but it's probably unlikely.
0: Probably unlikely, but I, I would agree with you. I would I really hope it happens for Yeager. I'm, I'm a big fan of his. and uh, But I would think, you know, here we are talking on a Monday afternoon. It's Monday night in Philly. I would think if they're going to – Make a decision on Doc, it's going to be in the next 24 to 48 hours. I don't think they're going to wait that long. I really don't.
1: Yeah, I agree. And then last thing, I saw ESPN has given the Celtics a 97% chance to reach the finals. I'm just going to end with don't count out the heat and Jimmy Butler with what they've done so No,
3: far. no, no,
0: you better not count out the heat. 97%, how the hell do they do this stuff? But I'm with you on that. Connor, good call. Thanks for starting us off, buddy. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Take
0: care. Bye. All right, you too. Always good to have Connor on. All right, let's move along to uh, more phone calls, and we say hello to Mike. Hey, Mike.
1: Hey, Grant. Happy Monday. Same to you, Mike. Hey, uh, you know what I just realized today, about noonish. ish T- tomorrow is the NBA draft lottery, and it's the first time in about two decades we don't care. So how about that? About Isn't that the that. truth?
0: Isn't that it, that's a great point, Mike? Think about that. First time since 2007 that the Kings fans don't have to watch the NBA draft lottery with any interest, praying that everything's going to fall into their uh, hands. You're absolutely right.
1: And even when did they, when things did fall into our hands, right. We somehow goofed it up, but uh, it is, yeah, they it is took the wrong player. Now. Yeah. Yep. There's multiple years where they took the wrong player. Mind
0: boggling. Thank you very yeah. much, Mike. Pre- appreciate it. Yeah. It's, how about that? The NBA lottery tomorrow, excuse me, and nobody in Sacramento cares. Think about that. Good job, Mike. You were absolutely correct. Isn't that something? Think about all of the horrible picks. Think about all of the horrible picks from 2007 on. Wow. What could have, right? What could have been? I mean, if you could go back and do those drafts over, and all teams could say that. But think about that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, pick your year and go, well, they should have taken that guy other than last year, right? And other than and Fox. They obviously took the right guy with De'Aaron Fox at five. But think about that incredible wow how many horrible picks over that span horrible picks just horrible amazing think about isaiah thomas who was one of their very best picks taken last in the draft and in the first week of training camp you're like oh wow you got a you got a player and the guy that you did draft with the lottery pick dreamer for that, you're like, uh-oh. So many bad picks. So many bad draft picks. But that's a uh, that's in the past now. That's in the past. No question about that. That is in the past. All right. What do you want to talk about? If you want to talk NBA, hit me up. You want to talk about uh, hockey? We can do that. You want to talk NFL with uh, the draft and free agency behind us? The NFL schedules. We talk about. On Thursday, a couple of days ago, came out. Have you made your travel plans yet? Do you go on the road to watch your team play once a year, or any games that you're looking at? You're like, oh, I got to get tickets for that game. The National Football League. Did you see that? The NFL announced that the first ever playoff game is only gonna is going to be uh, available exclusively on streaming. It's going to be a Saturday wild card game. That's where it's going, folks. Pretty soon, it's going to cost you money to watch the NFL playoffs, and it's going to cost you money to watch the Super Bowl eventually. It's going to happen. That's where sports is heading. It is going to happen. No question. So in January, Saturday, wild card weekend, on the NBC Peacock service, you're going to have to pay to watch the game. I'll tell you right now, if the Giants are not in that game, I'm not paying a, I'm not paying a, a penny to watch that. All right? Not a penny. Not doing it. Sorry, I'll miss my first ever NFL playoff game. That's okay. You know? And I hope, you know it would be great? It would be great if nobody bought the damn thing. And then that would show the NFL up. Oh, not a good idea. Of course, we know that's not going to happen. But in a perfect world, that would be awesome great it really would all right if you want to uh get on the show uh raise your hand and we will be very happy to put you on get hockey game seven dallas and seattle and the nba playoffs down to the conference finals we say hello to jerry jerry how are you today
2: i'm fine grant how are you sir i'm good buddy hey grant couple things uh you know, this Jaw Morant, you know, Grant, what the hell is going on with this guy? You know what? I'm sorry. I got on a little bit late, so I don't know if you talked about this yet, but what the hell is going through this guy's mind, Grant?
0: Not a lot, obviously. Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. It's pretty hard to believe that. We just went through this two months ago. He was suspended for eight games and comes back for the playoffs. And here we are. The playoffs are still going on. And it's like, here we go again obviously a troubled individual that's for sure
2: and you know grant the music that they were playing in that car grant i mean they, disgusting there they were you know you know the n-word this the n-word that you know did this i mean I, I, uh, disgusting it was like you know what you you represent the nba you know, you're going to be one of the biggest stars and you want to act like this i mean i don't know grant if they're uh drinking or if they're uh smoking stuff that i mean it's just i mean i i mean i don't I, you know what you know what uh sean hit it grant when he said, you know what, his buddy should be telling him dude what the hell are you doing what
0: well his buddies uh, appear to be the, as much of a problem as he is so i mean and again i don't know but it seems like his close circle of friends are nitwits so i mean that that that's part of the problem too but i was as disturbed By the music. And again, I understand rap. I understand that rap music is very popular. I get all of that. I've done many rants on this. I've been very consistent about this. To me, that is the most disgusting vile word in the, in our vocabulary and it should be eradicated from our vocabulary. It should not be, Oh, well it's okay because it's rap music. No, it should not be okay. That word needs to be gone from society. It needs to be not spoken by black people, white people, any other ethnicity. It's just, it, it. I'm with you on that. It was awful, terrible.
2: And you know, Grant, you know, maybe I'm getting older in life, Grant, but you know what? I can't understand what the music is about. You hear certain words. And you're just like, wow, seriously?
0: Well, you know, again, and I've, I've done a lot of podcasts on this, yet it's fine for the NFL and Roger Goodell to have a lot of these rappers performing on the most watched 15 minutes of TV annually and yet the National Football League who puts N racism on their field, okay, has no problem having rappers perform at halftime with vile degrading slurs. It's unbelievable.
2: And Grant, uh, where has the where has the commissioner been? I mean, uh, what uh well, the are commissioner's the problem investigating.
0: To me, the the commissioner is part of the problem in the NBA. He's become a puppet for the players. And So now they are going to do their investigation and they got to talk with the union and all of that. I know. Well, that's just where we're at, Jerry.
2: And Grant, how long do you think this suspension will be? What's it going to be? 10 games, 12 games, 15 games? I think it's going to be at least
0: 50 games.
2: Oh, wow. Well, you think 50, huh?
0: I do. Yep. Yep. And
2: Grant, uh, one more thing. Um, Who do you got? Uh, Nuggets, Lakers.
0: Well, I'm rooting for the Nuggets. I really want to see Michael Malone get to the finals. So uh, I'm going to go with the Nuggets. Who are you taking, buddy?
2: You know, Grant, uh, I despise the I despise the Lakers big time. Uh, I'm not a big LeBron James fan, as you know. Um, you know what? Um, I'm going for the Nuggets, too. Uh, good luck, Coach Malone. Yep.
0: Hey, Amen. Jerry, good hearing from you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Take care. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm old-fashioned. Call me what, whatever you want. There's no place in our society for lyrics uh, in music. There's just, there's, there's, just, there's no place for it. And I did a podcast on this last week. So we get rid of the Cleveland Indians nickname, right? The Indians. Think about that for a minute. The Indians. Can't have the Indians anymore. But you can have. Racial slurs degrading lyrics towards women in rap music, and it's no problem. No problem at all. Can even go and you know perform in a Super Bowl, although those lyrics aren't used in the songs for the Super Bowl, but it's individuals that use those lyrics. No problem at all. Do not recite the lyrics if you're white out loud, because if you do, you'll be canceled. So if you happen to be Caucasian and you're a fan of rap music that's fine but make sure you only listen to the music in a private confined area and if you happen to be in your car or wherever and you're listening to rap music don't be singing aloud because you will be deemed a racist if you sing the lyrics to a rap song That's correct just ask Ben mince a Barstool. He'll tell you that's correct. Only in America can you have these type of scenarios. It's truly un-freaking-believable. Do not have a team called the Indians. No, no. Can't have that. No. 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 But if you want to have rap music With all kinds of degrading lyrics, the N-word, no problem at all. That's fine in America, but no, you cannot have a team called the Indians. Told you my high school team, Syosset on Long Island, the Syosset Braves, New York passed some legislation that that no longer can be the Braves. And the Warriors is being taken out too. So you can't have the Warriors and you can't have the Braves. Boy, that makes a lot of sense. That's just, uh, you're right, Jerry. It's a good job on your part. I think you were spot on. It's really sad. Really sad. I don't understand why as a country, we can't all agree that the N word is a disgusting word, bile horrible connotations and we just need not say it anymore regardless of skin color why is that so hard i don't i don't get that i I really don't i don't understand that i do not understand that and yet we can't have the indians we can't have the braves we can't have the warriors i'm talking about high school indians obviously major league baseball Redskins, you know, how much longer is it before the Chiefs aren't the Kansas City Chiefs? How long before the Atlanta Braves aren't the Atlanta Braves? We're going to really take the Warriors from Golden State Warriors. Does anybody really think that's a problem? Honestly, do you really think that's a problem? Anybody have a problem with the Atlanta Braves? You have a problem with the Kansas City Chiefs? Seriously, no. I I I'm 63 years old. I've never run into any individual that has a issue with the Chiefs' name or the Braves' name. No one. Don't know of anyone that's got a problem with that. I didn't know of anyone that had a problem with the Indians, the Cleveland Indians. We used to play Cowboys and Indians as kids growing up all the time. Everyone. It was part of the part of growing up. I was in 4 H. Okay. We used to make Indian headdresses. We used to do the beadwork. We used to make all of the entire clothing and have huge at 4 H camp on Long Island. We would all dress up in the uh, headdress that we made with all of the beadwork, the feathers. We used to make them. It was quite a process to do the beadwork and the feathers and everything else. Make beautiful Indian headdresses. If we did that now in 4-H camp, does that mean that we're bad people? Like, what does that mean? I don't even know what else to say. I used to actually, at times, uh, I remember one year I went out. For Halloween trick-or-treating like that I was so proud because everything that I had on my body I had made myself I made it I made the headdress myself the whole the whole thing made it everything I guess I can't dress up if I have a you know grandson or granddaughter and I want them to dress up for Halloween they want to be an Indian now that's that's you can't do that anymore What the hell's wrong with this country? Seriously. I I don't understand that. I really don't. I do not understand that. All right. If you want to get in on the show, uh, hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. uh, And we will do it. Halloween. We always used to uh, trick or treat for UNICEF. I don't know how it is now, but I'll show you how old I am. When we were in school, they used to hand out those orange UNICEF cardboard containers and you would ring the doorbell or knock on the door and trick or treat for UNICEF. And you'd have your little UNICEF thing and, you know, you go and return that money to the school that would go to UNICEF. And my parents would always match the amount of money that we were raising when we were trick or treating for UNICEF. So if we got five bucks, they would put five bucks in it. We'd go to the school with you know ten dollars. And all the kids used to go to school with their UNICEF boxes filled with coins the day after Halloween. Do people even do that anymore? Sure, how out of touch of reality I am. My kids have obviously been that trick or treating for quite a while. Does anyone trick or treat for UNICEF anymore? I don't know. All right, let's get to uh Patrick. Hello, Patrick. Welcome to the show.
3: How you doing, Grant? Hey, buddy. I just—I uh, had a laugh quick when uh, when Conor pointed out that ESPN said that the uh, Celtics have a ninety-seven percent chance of making it to the, the finals. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, as a Nick fan, believe me. I wish <laughs> I wish we had fifty percent against the Heat. That'd be nice, you know.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh but, uh, I know
3: that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um too much it tonight, but uh just quick. Everybody's like jumping on Randall to get rid of Randall on the Knicks. And uh it's not gonna be as easy as it sounds. He has a uh, he has at least another two years on his contract, he has at least another like, twenty six million dollars a year. Stephen A. Smith he... killed
0: him. Stephen A. Smith killed him, didn't he?
3: Yeah, he's, uh, he's he's off the wall, you know. I mean, I know. I, know, I, know. Gra- I mean, granted, granted. I mean, I, I think the Knicks you know, are going to have to move on from Randall at some point, but it, it's not going to be as easy as they make it sound. I mean, you know, people are seeing uh, Carl uh, Carl Towns. Oh, right. I, I mispronounced his name over at uh, Minnesota. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. You're right, Carl yep. Anthony Towns. Yeah. People yep. are saying uh, Damian Lillard, and I mean, he'd be nice to have, but. I mean it's it's just gonna be tough to move them. I, I can't see anybody, you know,
0: ready to I'm go after in.
3: Yeah,
0: you not know? with not with the remaining money on the contract, I would agree with you.
3: Yeah. You know, I mean the only way they can really get somebody in is if they get they send a lot of players, other players there, you know. I mean yeah, I mean that's you know, Hart, Hart Hart's not gonna want you know, Josh Hart, no. he's uh he's gonna decline his options, so they're gonna have to pay him like twenty million a year for the next couple of years. So I don't know if they're yeah. going to do that. You know, they're looking to get a star, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you feel about this, but to me, this was a successful year for the Knicks. And I, I don't understand the doom and gloom. You know, they they had a very good year. And, you know, okay, they made it to the second round. They lost. And so now you, uh, you <coughs> excuse me, you figure out what you need to do to get to the next step.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh but it was – I mean, the, the only thing that, that kills you is that they really had a chance to win that game the other night. and just, you know. Yeah, 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 they did.
0: Two, did you see all the calls that went against the Knicks on the last two-minute report and everything? That was, uh, that was terrible. The Knicks got screwed on a lot of calls in a close game in that game six. Um, they got screwed. They got absolute screwed.
3: I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, this also bring up a lot of coaches out there now, huh? A lot of NBA coaches. Yes. Surprising. Sure, sure are. Yep. And there might I mean, be another
0: one. Doc Rivers may be <laughs> getting fired this week, so there may you may, may add another one to that list.
3: Yeah, I went to my friend today and said, "Did they get rid of him yet?" <laughs> I hate to say that, you know. I mean, it's the guy's livelihood, yeah. but you know. But they they were terrible yesterday. I mean, uh, I tuned into that game when, uh, when Boston was up by three, and next thing you know, is they're up by like twenty five.
0: How about that? I and, know uh, it turned in a hurry.
3: Yeah, certainly did. Um, that's about all I have to say. Have a good evening.
0: All right, Patrick. You have a good evening, too. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't like to see coaches get fired. I'm not sitting here rooting for Doc Rivers to get fired, but I'm not worried about Doc. I mean, he's got more money than he knows what to do with, and his career has been tremendous, and he'll be fine. I'm not worried about Doc. I worry about the assistants more than anyone else. I'm not worried about Doc, but, I mean, if I'm Philadelphia – I don't, I'm not keeping Doc Rivers. Uh, I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not. All right. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up because I've got a event that I have to get to. And so I want to say thank you very much. You have yourself a good rest of your Monday. And we'll be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Tomorrow's show at 5 o'clock
3: Pacific. So long, everybody.